ended up having a massive nervous breakdown and just nothing was really go, going my way at all. I'd stopped going to work. I didn't want to eat. It, it was just this massive, like heavy depressive cycle. And it was at this point when I was back home with my mum, I, I was saying is, you know, is there a God I need, I need to believe there's something. And I know they say you shouldn't, you know, you don't always say, God, give me a sign. He shouldn't have to prove himself. But I do believe that he knows in the moments in your life when you do need to hear something. Has Jesus transformed your life? If he has, then I want to share your story. My name is Kelly and I'm a new Christian who has been through a full heart change recently since I truly accepted the gospel. A huge part of my faith transformation was hearing others' testimonies. Now here I am, ready to share yours and keep the good news spreading. On this podcast, I will read your submitted stories and have you on to share them yourself. My goal is to give back in hopes it helps others grow in their faith. Welcome to Tell Me Your Testimony. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Tell Me Your Testimony. Today, I have Josie, and she is going to be sharing her testimony with you. And I am so happy that she found this podcast, and I'm going to let her kind of share how that happened. It's just really, really cool. Go ahead, Josie. I'm going to let you share your testimony with everyone. The te- well, I guess there's, there's so many ways and things that have happened that have kind of drawn or led me to God and things that I just can't assign to being coincidence and the one thing was with this podcast actually I was listening to way too much true crime and it kind of gets you a little bit down when you just hear about some of the horrible things that do happen in this world and I was thinking halfway through listening to an episode I, I need to listen to something else I need to just become more involved with listening to Christian podcasts because the sort of things I was listening to they weren't really pulling me close they were pushing me away a lot of the time I kind of just halfway through it just came into my mind maybe you should try and find a podcast so I started looking through Spotify trying to find a channel that would kind of like mean something to me found a couple couldn't you know didn't really think I thought nah that's that's not really it I don't think and I thought oh I know testimony that's that's the sort of thing I'm always really excited to hear the experiences that people have so I ended up searching testimony and came across this podcast here and started listening to episode one and absolutely everything just felt like it was speaking to me, like your experiences of um, God when you were growing up as, as a teenager, you didn't really feel that close. Like your experience through adolescence was very, very similar to mine. And then as you progressed through your te- your testimony and when you were in the kitchen and you, you know, just been listening to all of this true crime podcasting. And I was like, OK, that, that definitely does not feel like chance that all of this is being mentioned when not even like five minutes ago, I was in the exact same position. And there were about five, about five things that you said. And I was just like, yeah, OK, yeah, this is me kind of going off, off, off the path again and being pulled back and just just becoming more focused again. But I suppose my actual testimony um as to how I truly became a Christian happened about two years ago well like I say when I was younger kind of fell in with the wrong the the wrong sort of crowd you know just lots of drinking lots of partying you know I used to go to church and I'd always find myself twiddling my thumbs and a little bit bored and I'd wonder why I was there and I just would have much rather been out just hanging out on the streets and just doing not much with my life to be completely honest (laughs) Yeah, I suppose as as that progressed and I got a little bit older, I ended up developing a little bit of a dependency on cannabis. 
it specific it didn't make me do violent or horrible acts or you know I, I wasn't a malicious person but I just wasn't really living my life anymore I was just kind of going through the motions and I didn't really know what my purpose in life was and you know you'd wake up the day would end and that, that was very much a trend that I experienced for several years it turns out I didn't know this my, my parents who were both Christian had been praying for me for a very long time that I would come to find God they they didn't know that I kind of had this reliance on you know just just smoking and eventually I, I, I didn't I don't really know why I just felt within me that I just wanted to stop and I think it was because I could just see how quickly life was passing me by I just wasn't really I just, I just didn't really feel like I was living gave that up that you know that started off fine um for about a month no issues and then we entered lockdown and I, I believe I had COVID but I got very very sick I was very overwhelmed with work and I ended up just developing this massive sleep anxiety um I think previously I'd always used cannabis as something to help me sleep to and and it's just hide any emotion I really had I just didn't know how to emotionally deal with anything in life because anytime I had an issue just fix it you know have a smoke doesn't really actually solve anything it just masks the problem so I'd find myself in this position where I just didn't really know how to cope I ended up moving back in with my parents just because you know I, was, I wasn't even sleeping an hour a night ended up having a massive nervous breakdown and just nothing was really Go, go my way at all I'd stop going to work I didn't want to eat it was just this massive like heavy depressive cycle and it was at this point when I was back home with my mum I, I was saying is you know is there a god I need I need to believe there's something and I know they say you shouldn't you know you don't always say god give me a sign he shouldn't have to prove himself but I do believe that he knows in the moments in your life when you do need to hear something and it was at this moment I was with my mum and I said can you pray for a sign for me and she went okay and we sat there and prayed together and she said okay um I've asked and I, and I believe you will you will get your sign and I was like well when because at this point I was just so anxious and so impatient that I just I was like I need to hear something now I need the fix now you know and she said you know in a couple of days I think and or within the next couple of days rather and then not even 10 minutes later, I was lying there and I saw an ant. Um, this sounds very bizarre, but I saw an ant on my arm and the, the living room was closed off. There wasn't an ant infestation in the house. And I was like, I, I, I thought I was hallucinating at one point. I was like, I, I called my mum over. I was like, can you see an ant? She was like, no. And I was like, wait, there's another one there. And she was like, oh yeah, yeah, there is an ant actually. And I thought nothing of it. And I was like, you know, thought I was losing the plot a bit. Um, and then about a day later, I started watching a lot of Joyce Meyer style um, preachings and things uh, on YouTube, just because I felt like, again, I just I just needed something to, to lift me up. And I like she's very real with her preaching. And, you know, I don't, I don't know if you've ever heard it, but she, I, you know, she, she is a great preacher to listen to. Um, but she must have thousands and thousands of clips on YouTube again. And I just randomly clicked into one and started playing it. And about halfway through, well, I was very, very half asleep. Um, she just started yelling at the telly, be like the ant. And I was like, what? And then she was like, be like the ant. That relationship you carry with God, you know, you have your own relationship. You don't, you know, you carry the load, you carry your... Um, you know, you, you, you carry towards the bigger picture. We all contribute, we all carry our load, we all have our own personal relationships with God. And I kind of felt that the message that she was saying was very much like, 
you don't have to go through other people. Your you, the relationship that you build with me can be for yourself, and it all just felt very like that. That just felt like a message, and it was being yelled loudly and clearly at the TV for me. And I thought, okay, that 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 for me, that was my message, and that was one I thought brilliant. Okay, n- n- now I believe. I, I definitely believe that that's something. I'd always kind of thought in the back of my head that had been, but. If I'd had a sign in the past, I don't think I was in a place where I would have actually wanted to put the graft in or started to build into Christianity or just, you know, it's not an easy decision to make, especially if you're in a place of comfort, you know. So that that was the one major thing. And I suppose the months following that, they they weren't easy months of my life, but I was at my weakest. But it's probably, you know, it's the closest and the most amount of time I'd spent reading the word, learning more because I wasn't going to work and I was entirely focused on just becoming closer to God and just, yeah, just, just learning the word a bit more. And I mean, even now I've still got a long, long way to go. Um, but, and then just like little moments scattered following that, you know, I, st- I kind of just had lost a bit of a passion for life and I was out the front of my house and I just said, I remember saying out loud, I just don't know if I'll ever feel right again. And then I just felt this warmth flood my body and this voice just say, you will, you will, you will. And that was a really powerful moment for me because I know that that didn't come from me because I hadn't really felt happiness or hope. I mean, I, I definitely felt that, yes, there was something out there, but I, I was still in a place where when, when you don't get sleep and you, you're just kind of muddling through life, um, you know, even in even when you have faith, it can take a while for the hope and happiness to follow. And that was just a, a major moment for me. So yeah, I guess that that's where it all started to begin for me, really. Moments, my, my parents were massive support for me during that time. And this is, you know, when you mentioned a, a Bible passage that means a lot to me, you know, the, the one day I was having a big anxiety attack in the night. And my dad did just say to me, be still and know that I'm God. And I just felt this air, like kind of just felt this rush of air into my lungs. And I felt this peace and this calm. And to, you know, when, when you hear, you know, be still and know that I'm God. I, you know, originally took that as just relaxing and trusting in God. But then when I went and read about, you know, a bit more into the passage and when it was written, you know, there's a lot about it being written during a time of conflict and war. And we can also take meaning from it that it's, advice to stop the fight and I didn't realize at the time that that had relevance to my situation but I'd just been fighting so hard to kind of just to sleep and rest it's all I thought about you know I I developed this massive sleep anxiety where my body began to think that sleep was something to be scared of so I'd actually developed a fight or flight response so I just had these panic attacks and anxiety attacks and anytime I'd start to drift off this adrenaline jolt just like bring me back up and you know I got, I got other help like therapy and things and in the message from that the one bit of advice that helped was accept the feeling don't fight or flight it you know just hold the emotion and accept that it is so and out of context it sounds a little bit unusual but when I started to apply it to my own situation it made a lot of sense and reading you know into the deeper context of that passage actually that does feel like something that was really really relevant at the time so that, that that's my that's my quote really or my, my passage that means a lot to me yeah his, historically and just just moments that happen you know stumbling across the podcast 
And I think, you know, even for a while after all of this, it's taken me a while to really find a church. And they, they now I've found one and it is my parents' church. And it's, it's a great church. It's just got such a lovely, diverse mix of people. I think there's, I don't know, you've, you probably have festivals and all sorts scattered across America as well. I'd have thought big Christian events, but they, they do one called Spring Harvest. And that, that was absolutely, that was just amazing as well. You know, I think when you settle into the routine of life and, you know, you've got kids, you've got a job, you've got everything, you, you know, you, you find the time to put Bible study in, but a lot of the time it's kind of like, it can be pushed to the side. And at, at the spring harvest event, it was very much, you'd, you'd wake up, you'd go there for two hours, um, do morning worship. And there were loads of preachings and things like that as well with people's testimonies and, and all sorts of things so when I was at the spring harvest event there were quite a lot of you know just very spirit-filled um, worship sessions lots of like you know worship and praise and just all of that stuff it always made me feel a little bit self-conscious and uncomfortable but after getting a crash course in two hours of you know continued praise because we were on the sh uh, show called songs of praise which is is quite a big well-known show so that that was a, a two-hour session so that, that was very very full-on and by the time now but now when I go to church it's great because I know so many songs and I sing about three or four you know I'm, I'm not I'm not a very good singer but that's something that you know that's just another takeaway from the whole experience at Spring Harvest and one of the other things that was really really cool was they would have seminars and they, they had so many of them and you could kind of choose which ones that you wanted to go along to and I ended up going to this one which was let me find the official name so this, there's a website for the structure that's being created uh, one of the seminars we went to uh, one of the men talking there had this vision about 18 years ago he said that he felt like he was spoke, being spoken to to create a landmark and as time's kind of gone on he's been trying to source the land so that they can get this um, massive structure erected and it's kind of like an infinity loop and it's actually called the eternal wall of answered prayer so I think that they're looking to get it erected in the next couple of years now and you can donate money to the cause but one, one of the things that he was actually asking for he said they, they've managed to get quite a lot of money to fund the project the right people have been placed in line at the right time they've managed to get an architect involved who's a christian and really wants to see this kind of vision fulfilled um but that what they do need is they need more answered prayers and testimony you can just go onto the website and there's a section where you just go into the drop down and you just click into the share your answered prayer section there's already a couple on there as examples of the sort of thing that you could put down obviously there's a million there's going to be a million bricks that make the structure so they, they need they need a lot of they need a lot of answered prayers to fill up to fill up all of the bricks before that they they can get the structure up and the idea is is that when you go there you'll there'll be an app and you can zoom in on the bricks and it will show you what the answered prayers are and you know what was really cool is I think about 15 years ago he was saying, "Oh yeah, I'm, we're going to find a way for people to somehow on their phone access and see these prayers." And you know, someone's like, "Well, how are we going to do that? You know, the technology doesn't exist where you could even do that sort of thing." But 
we've come so far along now technology wise that there are systems and apps and things that they'll be able to create and put in place the land that they've been given permission to build on i think is in the eye line of about five hundred thousand people a day it's right by a motorway um i think it's right over an air path as well so those uh, flights will take off and see it below and yeah it's it, it just the timing of it all and i'm not sure if he's got his story or testimony anywhere on the website as to how this project has come to fruition i suppose but yeah it, he he was very keen on trying to get people to put their answer prayers in on the website so i suppose if that to speak to anyone or they want to have you know their, their testimony displayed visually then certainly a, a pretty cool project i think yeah but it was just full of really lovely inspiring things like that and it felt very surreal stepping out of that week of you know intense study and you know worship and everything to go back to normality it was very very odd but you know it's an experience that i'll certainly be carrying on with now what you know yearly at least because i think it is only yearly at the minute but you know it, it just kind of refilled you know it just refilled my spirit and my faith and joy and it's just pushed me to actually become established within a church community as well so yeah i think that's that's mostly everything i've got so this all happened a couple of years ago too which is kind of around the time things changed for me uh it's about a year about a year ago and yeah. and how are you viewing the world today um as opposed to before do you see the world differently in the, it's going to sound a little bit corny but I think nature wise, I mean, I've, I've always liked, you know, I've, I've always liked the environment, don't get me wrong, but when, when you just look at the magnificence and the detail of just everything out there, just something simple like sit, sitting in the garden and just looking at the detail in a flower, and I know that sounds really, really corny, but when, when you just look at all of these intricacies and of just the detail of everything, you know before i kind of took that for granted a lot more so my my perspective has changed in that way for sure um but also just in in terms of how you interact with people i think when i was younger i was very direct and i was very blunt and i had a bit of a mentality of oh well i'm just saying it like it is and being honest but you know it's not better than being false and x y and z so it it certainly has helped me to kind of revise and think a bit more and slow down you know, I moved at such a fast pace before and I was very, very self-sufficient. And one of the biggest things as well, I think, with becoming a Christian is, is learning to surrender some of the control you have. And, you know, I, I just had kind of gone through this, again, anxious kind of spell in my life where I just lost control over everything. Mm -hmm. And it just helps you to slow down and actually surrender and hand the power over to God. And... As, as I've become, you know, healthier in, in, in myself again, and as time's moved on, I find myself slipping back into trying to control everything. So it's, it is, you know, there, there are a lot more moments where I have to kind of say, slow down, just let it be what will be, will be, stop trying to, you know, cater your future in life, like by your own means. And, and just, yeah, just, just be kinder and just be, be more patient and just try try and apply the i mean it's 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 a big it's a big ask to say I, i'm going to be like jesus you can try can't you, you never will be we're all flawed but it, it's a good place to start to so just try and aspire to just 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 be kind be gentle be patient 
you know, th- things, things like that. Yeah, he's definitely sets a big example. And um, <laughs> yeah, like you said, we, we can never fully be like him, but he definitely leaves a great example for us to at least try and aspire to. I wanted to touch on really quickly about when you talked about your sleeping and just that anxiety cycle. I think so many people can relate to that. I went through sleep deprivation after both children and that really takes a huge toll on literally every part of your life, like your mental, your physical, you, the way you speak with other people, just, just literally everything is so impacted when you're not sleeping. And the fact that he he brought you out of that is so amazing. And, you know, we, we try to fix things ourselves, like you said, with like smoking or, or taking whatever, or, um, just like, ah, I don't need sleep, <laughs> whatever it is. We try to solve our own <laughs> problems a lot of the time. And he really provides the answers. His word provides the answers for us with literally every problem. And that's something I'm still working on and learning too. And I love that you just said too, that we, it's so easy to tend to take the reins back, you know, and Mm -hmm. personally, I've been trying to take the reins back a lot and it's just leading me flat on my face. And I really, um, it's a lesson that I'm trying to really learn and take to heart fully. And I know it's so much easier said than done to fully trust in him at some point. Um, I can think that's part of the Christian walk is to constantly uh, be learning and to be sanctified, you know, over Mm -hmm. time. And I just... I love that you said that, um, we have to, we have to trust in him and like that verse, um, just be still <laughs> and yes. how it just washed over you, just that comfort and that warmth. It really, it really is something that is such a good reminder. Even if you're not a new Christian, it's something that we really need to remember and, and reflect on because it's so easy to take it back and to try to control your life and really our life is not our own anymore when we're in Christ and and our life Mm -hmm. is his and we have to you know be obedient to that and fully trust him and when we don't trust it just a anxiety creeps up depression creeps up all these things come with it and I think it's a, it's a sin, right. To just like not trust in God <laughs> and we fully feel the, the repercussions of that. The, the discipline that he's trying to teach us is that we need to trust in him and, and also be with other people that are like-minded and, and focus our mind on the good things, because especially with true crime stuff, and there has been times between when, um, when I really stopped and now that like very sporadically, like things will just kind of pop up, like creep up into either my feet or whatever it is. And I can easily get sucked into that again. Yeah. And, you know, I have, I noticed that my mind just turns like really bad, like really, um, I feel really depressed and sad and, and just focusing on those horrible things that happen. It's just not good for us. It's not healthy. These are our personal convictions. You know, there are some people, of course, that can 
consume this type of content and not be bothered and there's you know they're fine I think just at least for for you I'm sure and for me it's just it's not good for my mental health and it doesn't help me be a light to other people it does the opposite it makes me want to shut down and not be around people mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I I think your your testimony is such a good reminder on those things especially just the anxiety and the trusting part and and what happens is when we trust in him he shows us his character he shows us um, his promises of that peace all the the fruits of the spirit and everything that's just given to to us for uh, being obedient and it's definitely a lesson that is uh it's hard to learn again (laughs) um I think it's such a good reminder for those who are listening that when you when you try to take things back and try to control and and not fully trust that he will show you what happens you know he'll show you the ha- what happens and he'll show us what happens when we do trust in him he's always consistent and the consistency of god's character is something that's so comforting too because you don't want to trust in a god that's like flippy floppy and <laughs> you know, like just not consistent with what he says. And it's us that needs to uh, really come back to him truly and be obedient to him. So I, I love your testimony, Josie. I, I just thought it was so cool when I first got your email that just how you found the podcast, it was kind of like, wow, it's people, And that's just, that's just all God, you know, like that's him. I just put press record and talk with people that's him reaching out to you and especially the situation you're going to as well and I also wanted to the project that you were talking about I'll leave a link in the description so that people can uh, see if about getting their their answer prayers or their testimonies on there because that's such a cool thing I've never heard of it and I would probably have never heard of it if I didn't speak so yes yeah um I'll leave that down so if people want to participate in that I I love that you said like all the right people came onto the project and the right location and everything is just working but he just needs the people to participate so I'll get that out there for them I wanted to ask you too if, if you have any final thoughts for listeners that have stumbled upon this episode and they just uh need some encouragement or just any thoughts about how amazing God is and how real Jesus is for them. I was going to say as well, uh, but you know, with, with mental health, anxiety, you know, it, it's okay. I, I believe it's okay to not be a hundred percent. And, you know, we are human. We, we do, we, you know, we're still subject to, to down days and, you know, a lot of people have biological, you know, kind of biological um, disposition to, to having mental illness. And mm-hmm. when, I, when I was going through my struggle with the sleep deprivation, it was a case of not, not just reading the Bible and suddenly feeling okay again, but praying about guidance and then going on to Google and finding the right cognitive behavior therapy that was catered specifically to my condition. Mm-hmm. And it only took one piece of advice from what I'd found to, to start moving me in the right direction. And nothing of the doctors had advised had really helped me, but it, it was following prayer that, you know, I then felt propelled to, towards finding the right sort of support and help, you know, yeah. and I, I can see it's very easy in this day and age to, find yourself trying to grab the reins I mean we're in an age of massive self-sufficiency and 
you know, I got a birthday bag, um, a gift bag, and it was like happy you day and everything's very much about, you know, the self, it's massively commercialized, isn't it? And it's kind of almost like this modern day religion of the, you know, this is like the self and the positive and being happy. And that's really massively encouraged and promoted, isn't it? So you can see why so many people find it hard or just to step away from that, especially when it's what you see in the media a lot of the time isn't it yeah you know it's it's a major thing but yeah and I I suppose that you know I'd spent a lot of time kind of a lot of my friends already aren't Christians and a lot of them are perfectly you know they, they are nice people and they don't influence me in a negative way but having now found my church community I've found a lot of people um and who, who were just absolutely lovely and we started to organize bible study groups and things like that and it's, it's just quite nice to have like-minded people and that that's also what pulls me pulls me back in is having people to speak to who, who are like-minded because you know i can go out with my friends who i've known for years and have a, have a great time but we won't be doing a bible study uh we, we won't be doing anything like that you know so yeah it's certainly important to kind of be be part of a church family and you know I think like yourself you said you used to go years ago and you kind of be there nodding along but you wouldn't really feel moved I'd always feel very uncomfortable and self-conscious I wouldn't want to sing I wouldn't really want to get involved but whereas now it's you know I I love where I go and I've got a partner who's also a Christian like me but he's a very new Christian and we kind of try and encourage and support each other you know for, for the first few months we were seeing each other we wouldn't really be pushing each other to go to church. But now that I've kind of come away from Spring Harvest, stumbled across podcasts, little things that start to pick up again and pull me back in, I kind of encourage him as well. So we're becoming more and more involved. So it's, yeah, it's very important to just have the positive influence of other Christians in your life, I think, you know? Yeah, because you can like really talk yourself out of something really easily. (laughs) Yeah, and I, I did. I felt like I was starting to go that way before before the spring harvest event and before the podcast. I felt a little bit complacent, and the doubt was creeping in. And as soon as that doubt was eradicated, and I felt sure again of yes, this is you know you are you are God, you are there, you are good. Then I just felt so much more spirit filled and just so much happier. And it's I think the the faith and the trust was there, and the doubt had gone, and it just felt a lot more rewarding. You know, I, I really felt the presence a lot more. And, and still do not not every day not every you know it, it's not continually with me I have my up and down moments but again it's taken that time to just let go of the rain slow down step back refocus and you know bring yourself back in and surround yourself with people that will help you do that yeah thank you so much for sharing that I, I totally agree about finding those um those people they really make a difference they really help you out they the support and you know the answers that you maybe not want to hear but you need to hear comes yeah. from them too and yeah that's that's priceless because you can go in the world and say no it's all about you it's just not true at all. that's bad advice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all about Jesus for sure well thank you so much Josie for for coming on and sharing I'm just so happy that we were able to connect and the way that we did was just so cool I tell everyone about it. I was like, this is awesome. I love this. I love how she found it. And um, that's just amazing. Not by accident (laughs) at all. No, definitely not. 
No. Well, thank you so much. And yeah, again, I'll leave that link in the bottom if anyone wants to participate. So thank you so much, Josie. With this podcast, I also want to make sure that everyone listening hears the gospel. So if you're listening and you've heard the gospel, but you're not really sure what it means, you've grown up in church and you've heard it preached, but the words kind of just go in one ear and out the other, and you haven't really experienced a true change or have a heart for Jesus. So I want to give you a summary of what the gospel is. The gospel means good news. And yeah, it is definitely good news, and here's why. God created man in his image. He made us to worship and to be in full relationship with him. Everything he created was good. And then man sinned by disobeying God's command when Eve ate that fruit in Eden. Basically, they thought that they knew best and that they could figure out the rules for themselves and they could take it from here. If you have small children, do you notice how they disobey at such a young age? No one teaches them that. This rebellion is a part of that fall from Adam and Eve and it's basically a curse and God created us to have free will so unfortunately this is what they chose because God is so glorious perfect and just he cannot have a full relationship with a sinner as he intended Romans 6 23 says for the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord so hang on to this for a minute I'm going to take you through why the Bible is so important and why it's the living word of God throughout the Old Testament you will find that man is constantly sinning God gave them rules and the Ten Commandments to live by one of the ways they atoned for sins was to sacrifice a spotless lamb but of course they would sin again and have to do this over and over again God made sure that his commandments and rules would be followed by the Jewish people over time and he preserved his words in the Jewish Torah over thousands of years a few hundred years before Christ came he let the prophets of the Old Testament know what he was going to do about the sin problem they stated that God would send his son to save the world and this was also preserved through time now when Jesus came there were many Jewish people that did not like what he was teaching. The religious leaders of this time, they did not have a heart for what he was trying to do. A lot of the people misinterpreted the prophet's message that the Messiah would free the Jewish people from oppression and specifically at that time the Roman Empire that was ruling over them. But that was not God's plan. His plan was for a Jew and non-Jewish people, also known as Gentiles, to be saved and to be a part of his kingdom. When Jesus was crucified, his last words before dismissing his spirit were, it is finished, meaning that he was fulfilling the prophecy that he would die. He would be the perfect lamb of God, the perfect sacrifice to take on God's wrath for sin for everyone that believes in him. He was fully God and fully man. He was always there throughout time. Basically, he took the punishment that we all deserve. Now, we have all sinned. Every single one of us nobody is perfect even as young children we lie we dishonor our parents and that is still a sin in God's eyes no one is exempt here God took it upon himself to solve that problem to let us be in a full relationship with him and when we are in a full relationship with him the gifts that he gives with that are so amazing one of the things that Jesus said before he descended into heaven was that I am going to send a friend to you as promised that friend is the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit is a third person in the Trinity he is there to remind us that we are never alone he dwells within us he guides us he protects us he gives us peace when we dwell with him and if you look up the fruit of the Spirit that will help you understand what he does most of the world has heard John 3 16 
13, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And that's kind of it in a nutshell. We're all sinners. God solved that problem by sending Jesus. And he requires us to trust and believe that he is the Messiah and to make it known to others and to walk with him for the rest of our days. And I promise he will never fail you. We also must turn from our sin or in other words, repent. We walk differently than how we were before knowing Christ. And these testimonies should show how amazing and freeing his grace is. One of the most beautiful things that I'm learning is that God's promise for full redemption of all creation. He promises that all believers will live with him as first intended in Eden. He will wipe away all sin forever, no more tears, a new heaven and a new earth forever. And you can find this in Revelation 21. I hope this helps make sense of what the gospel is. I encourage you to read the New Testament. Maybe use the Bible app if you don't have a physical Bible, but there are tons of resources there to help you understand. Please get in the word. There are a lot of Christians out there that are self-proclaiming that they have not read the Bible. I was one of them. I never touched it. I didn't get it. Now I cannot get enough of it. Another thing that is so important to realize is that you cannot gain salvation by doing good works. We cannot earn our way to heaven. The reasons why Christians do good things is because we are saved, not to be saved. So if you're stuck in that thought that you have to constantly redeem yourself, Jesus died for that. He is the one that did it. So because you're saved, you want to do good things, not the other way around. Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, it is by grace that you've been saved through faith, not by works, lest any man should boast. Jesus also simplified things for us. Because there were so many rules, actually over 600 rules in the Jewish Torah, he simplified it with this. All of the commands are so simple. Love your Lord your God. Love other people as you do yourself. Thank you so much for listening, and I really hope this encouraged you to get in your Bible. If you have not read it in a while, reach out to a church maybe and get plugged in. It is so important to walk with others in this journey. We are not meant to be alone in our walk with Christ. I also want to leave you on this note. When you're reading the Bible, think of this. The entire Bible from start to finish is about Jesus. Read it with that perspective and I promise it will change your life. Psalms 105.1 says, Give praise to the Lord, proclaim his name, make known among the nations what he has done. I hope that these stories resonated with you. There is such a beautiful power in what Jesus can do in our lives. If you would like to share your testimony, you can email me at tellyourtestimonypod at gmail.com or you can find me on Instagram at tell me your testimony pod and reach out there. If you enjoyed today's podcast, all I ask is that you consider leaving a review as it helps the show get recommended to more people. And of course, I appreciate you sharing it with your friends as well. Thank you so much for being here and I'll be back to share more testimonies next week. God bless.